Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What up, you're listening to Almost Accurate. I'm Jake. Hello, Jake. My name is Ryan. Ryan, thanks for joining me this week, as you do every single week. You're quite welcome. Um, this is it's a podcast. My pleasure. <laughs> this is a podcast about movies, about TV shows, about video games, about us approaching this with a very much uh, a more muted approach than normal. Yeah, we're serious now. We're not even going to try to be funny anymore. We've give we've given that up. <laughs> you guys did not respond the way we were anticipating. Apparently, talking about uh, making dick jokes in the first thirty seconds really limited our advertising opportunities. So um, we're going to play it straight from now on. No jokes, no fucking around, no swearing anymore. We're not going to be doing uh, any more of that shit. You're we're just, just going to be. You, you've done it. Yeah, you, we're, you just, said the we're just going to be. And now you've said the S word. <laughs> Uh, I'm, well, I've gone back on your commitment. I'm Jake. weaning myself off of it, Ryan. I'm, what, what can you say, uh, Ryan? Yeah. Since we're straight laced now, mm-hmm. and we have no, we don't have any crazy tangents or stories to talk about. Yeah. How about some light banter? How was your day? <laughs> My day was full of melancholy. How was yours? Um, just another another day marching towards the uh, inexplicable, inexplicable and uh, inescapable embrace of death. Wonderful. Yep. Well, it's pretty fun so far. I'm I'm enjoying this new tone that we've decided to new direction we've decided to take the show in. There won't be any awkward silences or, or pauses or or anything else as we make this you know adjustment to. Uh, our lifestyles and the, our way of speaking and communicating with one another. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Ryan, have you uh, watched any watched any Shark Week yet? I did. Yep. How how was the how was how are the sharks? What do you what do you think about that? What do you how do you reckon? They're wet. Yeah. Pretty uh, pretty good pretty good stuff there. How about them teeth, though? They got a lot of them, don't they? Yes. That's why they bite people. I don't know if that's necessarily why they bite people. Uh, Well, let me tell you about something. Uh, I don't know if this is going to be outside the realm of seriousness that we've committed to, but um, I watched one. I watched an episode earlier where this guy... um, made a mechanical <laughs> a mechanical shark and he was uh riding around in it because he wanted to film uh two sharks mating so he was uh basically that nobody on the show had the balls to say it but i will call it for what it is he is a shark pornographer was his self is the title that i've given it uh given him 
anyways, he was a New Zealand dude with dreadlocks, insane accent, even more insane in the way that his actions where he was just driving around in this undersea mechanical shark. These really horny sharks started biting him. They bit the tail off and he was, he just sunk to the bottom of the ocean and it was just, just stuck there for a little bit. And it was pretty funny and trying to come out there like a hot thought. Yeah. He was hot. He was hot to trot. And apparently what was he going to do? Like he was just going to collect semen or something like that. No, he was, he wanted to film the mating because nobody's ever filmed two great white sharks having sex before. I'm sure it's penis vagina. I think, right. Is it? I don't know. I don't know. Nobody. Well, surely they've got penises and vaginas. They could take a shark out of the water and see, you know, if they yeah, have. I'm sure they know that lady or how the parts. anatomy works, but but we're just assuming um, nobody's ever actually filmed that before. So it was like the holy grail of shark porno photography. Sorry. Not shark pornography. That's bestiality, man. This guy gets his oh, rocks off on really seeing like he was really excited about driving it. around trying to get his fix on some shark dick, man. Yeah, they were really into it, like to the level that I was a little bit uncomfortable with because they used the word mating like a lot mm-hmm. and a lot more than I thought that it was. Um, Would you prefer if they said moist fucking? Well, I mean, they're in the ocean, so of course it's... If, yeah, it's we're pretty, waiting for these sharks to come yeah. over here and do some moist fucking, eh? I think feel like that would be... That would have made it way, way better. And then, when, especially when he's riding around his fucking robot shark, gets the tail bitten off, and he's got, like, all the air tanks are punctured, and he can't, like, go back to the surface or whatever. That should be a scary movie. <laughs> That's the premise. So you know how that one movie started with the blowjob? This movie starts with some dude trying to get a shark to fuck his robot. <laughs> <laughs> apparently shark sex is really aggressive because they're always like sounds hot yeah what do they use they're, whips and chains and shit like that now they bite each other yeah only their, only their hickeys leave a much bigger mark apparently like take a chunk out of each other when they get real horny and excited man Mm-mm. they're all hot and bothered they gotta take like go a, bother someone else yeah, go bother someone else is what this guy was saying he's like mm. i immediately regret dressing up like a sexy shark and just swimming around down oh, here what kind of shark did he dress up as did uh, he put a skirt on or something <laughs> he put a little bow on the front of the robot i could see that actually yeah, yeah. a little like mini mouse ears yeah but like hey come on oh, fuck all my the, butt all the all the boy great white sharks were swimming around with big hard eyes yeah and big hard teeth yep big hard teeth um i have watched shark week we watched Jackass and we saw the Tiffany Haddish one. I didn't watch that one. Oh, I seen something with William Shatner today. Oh, yeah. Shark yeah. Trek. Was that what it was? Yeah. <laughs> Megan was watching that when I came home for lunch. And then um, there was one with Brad Paisley and J.P. Smoove oh on last night. <laughs> yeah, I seen Brad Two Paisley. people that I did not anticipate would be on a Shark Week special together. <laughs> Brad Paisley's like, yeah, man, we were playing that song to try to get the sharks coming out here, Mike. And they were coming up to the boat and they were just feeling the vibrations, man. But they were really there for the jam, man. They pulled out their ladder and held it right up, man. They told yeah. me to play Freebird. I was like, what are you talking about, Mike? That's not me. That's Leonard Skinner. <laughs> yeah, man. But they don't know the difference. I could probably cover that shit because yeah, I'm a pretty good guitarist. Right, man? Right, right? <laughs> Everyone loves a, a song that uh, has a six minute guitar solo in it. Yes. Leonard Skinner were Dragon Force before Dragon Force was even around. Probably taught them as babies. Uh, potentially. 
Yeah, and JB Smooth was just acting really irritating. He, I think, <laughs> sometimes he is irritating. <laughs> he was. He's really, a better side really character. Really seemed character. like he was getting on the the uh, whoever the scientist was. He's his, in all of them this time. <laughs> well, he seemed not super thrilled with that. If I'm being completely honest, where he because he was like, a racist. No, I think it was more because he was just like he's pulling out like all these props, and he's like, "Well, let me tell you something that's irritating," and he just pulls out like a cowbell and like a horn and like a, all this stuff. And he's just like, Oh, that won't work. Cause there's no air underwater. And how long he, did this guy go to school for just to be here with rich idiots? He looked like he was immediately regretting this decision that he signed up for this particular one. <laughs> he was like, well, those jackass guys, those are weird dudes, but there's a guy like named this. poopies. Yeah. He called him poopsie a couple times on accident, which I thought was also pretty funny. Yeah, I just don't know how I'm going to feel about that movie when it comes out. Uh, yeah, we will uh, We will get to that. Or we could just go ahead and talk about that now. Well, I'm going to throw in something, two things, this <laughs> weekend. In something in two things. I did multiple things. I saw Conor McGregor break his ankle trying to throw a punch. So he punched his own ankle? No, he went to go throw a punch at somebody and... His the stance was just kind of awkward, and then he rolled his ankle, and then it cracked. Seems like that should be physically impossible. Donald Trump was there, so was MGK, oh, and apparently wow. Mel Gibson. The big three. <laughs> yeah, well, Travis Barker as well, and Megan Fox. Um, but uh, so saw that, and then played Ratchet and Clank. <clears throat> I will say the new Ratchet and Clank looks. And feels like the old Ratchet and Clank games. Yeah, the graphics are a little bit better and stuff like that. But it just feels like the same game. It's got a little more um, atmosphere to it because there's a bunch of robots and stuff running around who have no... There's side characters that are just there. Whereas before, maybe they wouldn't have had that. How does it feel to touch and look at a PS5 in person? Yeah, it it didn't really do anything for me. What did you think about the controller? Um, the controls kind of handled the same way as the controller handles in uh, the ones I played in the past. It didn't really do anything for me. It didn't get you going. No, it you didn't know, do anything. The game was really fun, though. Well, I guess that's the most important thing. Uh, they have a bunch of stuff that's like crazy. There's one move that you can do where it's like this portal opens up and you hit a slingshot to it. And it brings you through the portal. So it's like... You shoot it and you're going for it and all of a sudden you're there. Yeah, I think the big thing that I heard about that and basically every one of the like PS5 games is that there's like little to no loading times at all. And that's, Oh, there was none. I didn't see any except um, whenever you go, you fly to a different planet. And that was always the thing. But for whenever a load screen. Yeah, but. I bet that's they're trying to hide some of that stuff by giving you a <laughs> pretty screen to <laughs> look at a cut scene base. A, something that feels kind of like a cutscene, basically but well that's that's cool yeah i've i've never played any of those but um yeah i have heard good things about that and if it's fun to play i guess that's really the most important thing yeah the dimensions were really fun too uh there's a new character in that game that you wind up uh playing she's a lumbax more more than ratchet yeah she's a lumbax um she's from a different dimension but they're in the same dimension because all these Dimensions have come together because Dr. Nefarious has stolen a gift that Clank was going to give to Ratchet. Ratchet. Dick. Yeah. (laughs) And it's just like a whole big fiasco. Um, 
but yeah, I forget her name is like switch or something like that. I can't remember what the character's name was switch OLED model. I think, yeah, <laughs> this one is not seven inches. Um, but yeah, it was, it was fun. It was, it just felt like a ratchet and clank game, just better graphics. Um, so I thought that was good. The other thing that I did this weekend was watched a Nicolas Cage movie called Willie's Wonderland in which now this I'm very excited to hear you recount again because you mentioned this when you first got here. Do you want me to run through it or you want me to just no, give run through it, run through it, run through it. Okay. So Nicolas Cage is driving his really fast car. He runs over some spikes on the ground. Dumbass. He loves soda. He's got a bunch of soda in the back of his car. So he drinks soda and waits by his car. Uh, time passes. Nicholas Cage is pulled, or he's uh, passed by some guy in a truck. Guy's like, hey, man, come on, get in here. As meat's hanging from this man's mouth. So they go to the car shop, um, and the guy's basically like, you know, we can't do anything for you because um, we can't take ATM because we don't have um, internet here, which is strange, and yeah. we only take cash. Nicholas Cage says nothing through the whole movie. So then... Um, the guy's like, well, you can uh, work it off and they will send you to Willie's Wonderland, which is like a Chuck E. Cheese's. And uh, basically you clean it up. So cool. he goes in there. Well, I bet there's nothing. Nothing seems strange about this so far. I bet there's nothing weird going on at this place. Oh, there is. Uh, what? <laughs> yes. So also it cuts to another scene. There's a girl trying to burn the place down. Well, a cop stops her and takes her to this trailer and locks her up as well. He should. That's arson. Yeah. You can't burn down other people's property. Well, it was a lady cop. Oh. It was actually Dwight Schrute's uh, date for dinner party. <laughs> that old lady. Um, wow. Yeah. <laughs> what a memory on this guy. <laughs> yeah. So she was, well, Megan said it cause I was like, she looks so familiar. And, um, uh, Anyway, so this girl's locked up in this trailer and her friends come and bail her out. All her friends are little dipshits. And apparently uh, one of the people was like a YouTube or Instagram famous person. Can't remember. He's just a little dipshit to me. But anyway, cut back to Nicolas Cage. He is starting to clean there. They've given him a shirt because he works there. And he's just cleaning away, cleaning away. And at one point he gets attacked by this ostrich looking character and he beats the shit out of it or the oil out of it and then rips its neck gadget out which is like in the animatronics and then just throws it into a trash bag and leaves it by the door and continues to clean yeah as you as all of us probably would yeah you're not like well that's strange without a single word and then um later on he has to fight some gorilla thing in the bathroom um and they wrote on the wall you will die or something like that birthday boy. Um, Cause they sang like a birthday song before then the gorilla wrote that. Yeah. Supposedly. Oh, cool. And then all the stalls in the bathroom close and Nicholas cage goes, opens them. And eventually he kills this thing by curve stopping him on a urinal. Yep. Urinal Pretty stomp. Well. Yep. Then he goes back to cleaning. Right. And periodically, he's got a job to do. I, I admire that. Yeah. Periodically he takes breaks and he just goes into this other room and gets one soda, drinks it and plays pinball or cleans a pinball machine. And he's very serious about his breaks because during one of the fight scenes, all these kids are dying and um, 
his thing goes off and he's like, oh, time for me to go get a soda. Here's the switchblade. Oh, so this Girl, place is still can... open. No, it's not open. It's closed. Oh. He's cleaning it. But where are these kids at? The kids fell in through the roof. Sorry. Oh, OK. I yeah. thought that this was an operational Chuck E. Cheese. No, that's my fault. Dome. I missed out on that. OK. Um, very excited about Nicolas Cage fighting all these things. Well, then at, it's just a bunch of craziness. Basically, Nicolas Cage defeats all these satanic um, animatronic characters. Well, hold up there, Ryan. Satanic. How, you're telling me that these animatronic characters worship the devil? No, maybe sort of. Um, so long ago when this place opened up, it was owned by a guy who was a murderer and he invited other murderers to come work there. Okay. Then the SWAT team started <laughs> catching on them and they drank the Kool-Aid and sacrificed their souls to Satan to be put into these animatronic characters and the SWAT team couldn't do anything. So when they reopened <laughs> Willie's right. Wonderland. Can't arrest, can't arrest you when you're in hell. Amen to that. I guess. Well, sort of. an ostrich's body. Robot body. Yeah. Or and gorilla. There was a lot of interesting stuff Freebird played in it. Um, <laughs> it's the strangest, greatest, stupidest movie I've ever seen. I've watched it twice. I watched it with my buddy Austin when we first watched it. And I was telling Megan about it. And I was like, you know what? We're better off just watching it. So I watched it twice. Very I'm interesting. Really interested in watching this now. Oh man, we got to save it for October. Do you think it's worth? <laughs> we got to save. It. Do a full episode on it in October. Oh yeah, there's a lot of things to dissect. A lot, a lot to unpack here. <laughs> oh for sure. <laughs> Willie's Wonderland. Willie's Wonderland. So it's got Ryan's seal of approval. My Nicholas Cage seal of approval, which means nothing. I just. He's crazy. It passes. It passes the cage test. Oh, that test gets that test. Meaning, is Nicolas Cage in it? Oh yeah, it says the, nothing. And if the answer but dances is you, and cleans quite a bit. Oh well, and kills. It's really displaying his whole range of talent. Then Nicolas Cage is nothing but a for uh, force of a talent. I love that a talent day force. If some would a say a tour de force of talent. A tour of talenting force. <laughs> Let him put his talent on and force it on you. <laughs> Let him enforce my talent upon you. Well, I can't wait to see him curb stomp a robot gorilla into a into a urinal. Mm-hmm. Were there urinal, urinal cakes in there? Um, no. He's not no. a very good janitor then. Well, he they help he sterilize ha- them. That's what they're there for. Is that what they? I thought it was for smell. Uh, well, both probably to sterilize it and for smell, but mostly. Do it's you try just to pee a, on it? Whenever you go Always. to the urinal? Yeah, but it's you're in the splash zone there, so you'd never try to directly pee on it, or you're just asking for it. I don't know where to pee in a urinal, if I'm being honest. I've peed all usually over a just, urinal and splashed back on happens. myself is what usually happens. It really does. It's <laughs> I, Maybe I need to stand back, but... You know, you don't want people to see how tiny your dick is. Those, so dividers, are shit. Only, those dividers are only so wide. Sometimes there isn't any dividers. Right. I always feel awkward. The layout of public restrooms is always fascinating to me, especially ones where you have like no lock on the door. And, but it's clearly like a single seater, but they've put a urinal in there at the same time. Mm-hmm. So like, I, I do not understand with no divider. <laughs> Yeah, you're just going to be sitting Fasc- there on the throne while someone's pissing next to you. Fascinating. Fascinating. Or just ones that are just really, really small layouts where, like, the urinal is directly behind the door so that, people like, the door swings and blocks you in, basically, when if someone else comes in there. Oh, God. Very strange. It's the loneliest feeling in the world. And then you got to wait, like, stand there awkwardly between the urinal and the sink while someone else is washing their hands. Or maybe you go in right after somebody took a slam. Yeah. 
Or maybe someone's taking a slam. That happened to you, right? Didn't some guy go in there in, in the bathroom at your place of business and you were peeing and he was taking a slam? Oh, he was taking a very loud one, yeah. Very, I mean, my, I, I felt Did bad. he take his clothes off? He was, my dude was fighting for his life. <laughs> he was, he was fighting for his life in there. So, yeah. But usually it's just, um, that was the one thing that I do not miss about working in an office is other people's behavior. Mostly Are they when, send you back. What? Are they sending you back? Nah, probably not. Oh. <laughs> I mean, they sold, they sold our office space. So, oh, like a year ago. So, oh yeah. So well, there's that, anyway, but I like working here better. I got a better setup. Yeah. You uh, save money on gas and you're more environmentally conscious. Because I will that. bring that up to them. If they ever, ever mention anything about an office space They're again, like, no. I'll be like, I will never go back to having urinal conversations with. I just want to sit here on the, in the foyer with my switch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I'll be doing every day when I get home in the most high traffic area. <laughs> just enthusiastically slapping my keys in my backpack. Down oh, and God. <laughs> Pulling my switch parentheses OLED model out. This is where I beat my meat and play video games. Yes, the big, the two things that I do most often. People say I have problems. I say nay. I am multi talented. Uh, but yeah, we don't have. There's not too much news uh, to speak of, really. Um, but we'll start with Switch OLED guy <laughs> because I thought that was an amazing and incredible incredible article so i made i made ryan watch these the the nintendo uh switch parentheses oled model uh official announcement this guy doesn't have a family Ugh. he has wonderful taste he's uh i just realized that his um shirt matches the color of the wall mm-hmm. which is uh, fascinating and it also matches the color of that side table that he slapped his keys down on mm-hmm. that's just reckless behavior just leaving your keys out in the open like that and then there's some red stuff and there's like a yellow room. Yeah. I mean, he can coordinate colors here. I don't know. I don't like that. I think that yellow clashes with that teal uh, hallway wall color quite badly. Mm. That wall color actually reminds me a lot of what it looked like before I painted this house. <laughs> so what you're saying is you want to go paint this man's house. Um, well, that's what I'm saying. I want to. And that's not a euphemism. I literally want to paint his walls white. Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Gross. Uh, <laughs> uh but yeah, now that was it's a fascinating um a fascinating advertisement that Nintendo put out and usually they're it, it's like they were reminding people what the Switch was. They're like, "Oh, you can sit down and and play it on a couch. You can play it uh with a mouse. You can play it in a hall. You can play it sitting next to a bowl." You can be drinking a big glass of iced tea and sitting at a picnic table and playing video games because that's what most people do that own a Switch. Fascinating stuff. And yeah, the, they showed off a little bit of um, met the upcoming Metroid uh, game and uh, the guy gets caught by the robot and just throws his head back with this crazy maniacal laugh like an absolute psycho. And it's just like, oh, they got me. And of course, hallway guy, just what is, what is he doing? Just doing hallway things like playing video games. Yeah. Have you ever, do you have any hallways in your house that are conducive to activities such as this? Um, yeah. One time I sat down and ordered pizza in the hallway. Yeah. 
I've been known to lay in random places just for the fuck of it. One time I got on top of my refrigerator. Oh, yeah. I remember seeing that. Yep. Yeah, you had a shot at being tick knock. Tick tick. Tick tick. Yep. It's a tick tick. Yep. We're going to give up on that sentence. Um, yeah. So fascinating stuff there, Ryan. What about uh, that upside down PS5? <laughs> In an official Sony ad. Again, they posted it and quickly deleted it because a man is playing a, a PS5 that is super upside down in this commercial. Is it upside down or on its side? It's upside down. So the disc slot is supposed to go on the bottom. But as you can see, from oh. the screenshot, he's playing God of War and that PS5 is upside down. And there's apparently been a lot of a lot of that. And I don't really understand how like it, you would assume like I don't think of any single thing has a disc slot on the top like that but whatever <laughs> that's how we roll we're ps5 man they're ahead of the times and i think that the way that that thing is shaped like those plastic pieces i don't think they're flat so i think that if you had it upside down it's not it wouldn't lay flat like it unless it's a different model <gasps> the ps5 you or if they try to go like as xbox so called like the ps 1000 and you'll be like, that doesn't even make sense. And yeah. they're like, oh, sorry, this is actually the PS ABC. And you're like, what? You, what? what are you doing? Sorry. Horrible naming convention. This is the uh, PS Pizza. PS Pizza Hut. <laughs> We've teamed together. Very lucrative. Custom, custom console. Uh, it's just a, just a pizza box covered in grease that sits underneath of your TV. <laughs> Don't they all? But it's also upside down. God damn it. No! <laughs> How does this keep happening? Uh, uh, Cyberpunk 2077 is back <laughs> on the PlayStation Network, but it also has a disclaimer on it <laughs> that says, <laughs> This is still broken. Basically, we waited so the, 10 years for this. The exact wording on the PlayStation Network says, uh, Important notice. Users continue to experience performance issues with this game. Purchase for use on PS4 systems is not recommended. <laughs> they tell people they don't recommend them. This is an act. This is what the actual wording when you look at it on the store says. That so, is wild. That is pretty wild. So I don't know if I'm ever going to play that game. <laughs> Maybe it'll be like No Man's Sky. Remember, we've talked about this. The it'll game take, up. It's going to take him a while to fix it. It's been off. It's It was six months. It was deleted from the store. So it's pretty pretty wild that... This is the biggest fuck up I've noticed in anything. Because they marketed hard for this, too. They were they were with Keanu Reeves and everybody. Like This is the only time I've ever seen like a, a buggy video game wind up in like the New York Times. <laughs> So <laughs> good job. <laughs> a history making a history making game indeed. Uh, I think that all of these issues have kind of soured me on ever wanting to really go in on this, even if they do fix it. Like I <laughs> maybe time changes and we also do this podcast. So it could be like, Jake, what'd you think? Does it still does it, it still suck? suck? Um, I can definitely tell you from playing the first two hours of it last December, the day that it came out, it was bad. It looked like a PS3 game. It didn't crash or anything, but my God, like if you look at like the Final Fantasy seven and like Red Dead running on the same console and then you put this beside it and you're like, what? (laughs) This is not even close 
Yeah, it was I, horrible. I wonder what the thought process was on that or any of that. Like, what we've learned is if they can't show it on all consoles, don't buy it. If they if they have some very specific wording with how like people that because they always release review copies like a month before so people can write their reviews and stuff. Mm-hmm. The fact that they were like, uh, they only give them PC copies, and they they told them, uh, you know, if you're making videos, like we're don't use uh, just use the footage we give you this carefully curated footage that we're going yeah. to provide. So don't record anything for yourself and, and put that on out there for people to know about. Oh, they really screwed the pooch on this. I just wonder who got fired, but it's like people are going to know when they buy it. Nah, it we're stupid. They like <laughs> video games. Uh, surely they would have made more money if they were just like, you know what? We'll just, it'll come out on PCs and we'll keep working on the console version. Cause it's clearly not ready. <laughs> and you would, they would have avoided so much less bad press, but whatever. <laughs> YOLO. <laughs> Anyways, <clears throat> Jackass forever is coming out. This is going to be the fourth and final installment. I assume the final installment for the Jackass franchise, especially with the originals. Um, so next Tuesday or this Tuesday, I should say on July 20th, there is going to be, um, a trailer and the release date for the movie is October 22nd. I will probably go see it. I will probably not think it's as funny as the old ones. Oh, this is a day for my birthday. Nice. I'll be a nice little treat for myself. Mm hmm. Jackass forever. Well, I mean, you live that life, man. I, I did. <laughs> Live, live that life in what way did i live that life i'm not i'm not sure i know the reference no, i don't know either i was i, I was calling you a jackass and oh, saying that you'd be a jackass a forever jackass. <laughs> oh, well see look at you being jackass i or, thought you were just referencing like me getting punched in the nuts repeatedly and now i developed an anxiety disorder <laughs> oh god that that would cause anxiety yeah i think they all have anxiety disorders at this point um <clears throat> Taika Waititi has said that uh, Thor, Love and Thunder, is the craziest thing he's ever done and that the film will bring people absolute joy. I reckon the craziest thing he's ever done was dress up like Hitler and try to create a heartfelt comedy. And befriend a boy in the woods. Yeah. He's like, I'm the I'm I'm your I'm a mental construct of Hitler. I'm your imaginary friend. You would you like some candy from my van? Um, No, it's Nazi candy from a Nazi van. Yeah, and you'd say no, mm, Nazi. but he would probably say yeah, yeah. That that kid would have. He was all about some Hitler youth, and then he was like, oh well, maybe Hitler's that's bad, bad, and the Jews are cool. Yeah, surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> um, did you see Nickelodeon's got an all star brawl? Uh, it's coming this fall. <laughs> it's uh, Super Mario Brothers, pretty much with just Nickelodeon characters. I did see this. Uh, it looks surprisingly good and kotaku said that um it would probably have better online than super smash brothers Ooh, throwing some shade at nintendo's online service and uh they're probably not wrong nickelodeon all-star brawl incredible stuff include characters from ren and stippy hey arnold invader zim spongebob and more uh confirmed so far michelangelo leonardo can only assume all the Ninja Turtles are in here. Uh, Nigel Thornberry. Powdered Toast Man from Ren and Stimpy. Sandy Cheeks, SpongeBob SquarePants, Patrick Starr. 
Oblina, Lucy Loud, Lincoln Loud, Helga, Reptar, Zim, Danny Phantom. Pretty good stuff. I would like to see Rocco's Modern Life. Really, really big man with his nipples of the future. Oh, yeah. That was another good one. Mm-hmm. Surprised there's not any Rocco's Modern Life mentions in here. If we got Ren and Stimpy characters. Oh, I'm sure that's going to be. What if we get Cat Dog, too? Um, you probably get Cat Dog. Um, maybe some Rugrats. Yeah, there's no Rugrats in there either. Why would they not be in the first press release? Why is this a secret? Well, I don't know, but why would you have tiny toddlers fighting grown people to death? Why would Jake? you have Cinnamon Toast Crunch Boy and Patrick Starr doing a belly flop on top of them? Because those are the most asinine characters that you could put on there. I don't see Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy fight. Oh, yeah, well, <laughs> that'd be rough stuff. Who that would be the slowest fight? <laughs> who would be like your number one Nickelodeon pick? It's at to fight in real life. No, no, like to fight in like a game to fight situation. With. All right. Well, I'll answer that question in two parts. Mm-hmm. Um, to fight with in a game, uh, I think I would do. I would do Rocco and I'd send them on the elevator to hell. The which is how Rocco's water life got canceled. <laughs> My God, that would be his finishing move. Um, <laughs> his little stupid fucking laugh. Fuck you, Rocco. Um, Ouch. The guy does his voice to fight in real life. I don't know. Probably Arnold. His football head. Yeah. I bet I bet I could beat up that 10 year old boy. Well, won't you fight like the Rugrats? I'm not going to punch you. I ain't, man, I ain't fighting no goddamn baby. But you're fighting 10 year old kids who are like different. It's different. How far removed from a baby are they? It, well, listen, this is all I'm saying. This is all I'm going to say about Arnold. Sick ass Brooklyn loft room. Great apartment. Yeah, he, lives, well, in, he lives in like a share house where his his grandparents are like renting out rooms to underprivileged people. Like the Asian Randy Travis. Exactly. He's got this entire upper wing of that apartment building to himself for no for no good reason. Yeah, that is a good point. Yeah. And then like I don't know where his grandparents live. I wonder if yeah, in probably in like the fucking basement. Or maybe they Ar- live Arnold's, in that room with them too, and Arnold's it's just like selfish. some weird. <laughs> they're in like some bed, like in Willy Wonka. They just never get out of the bed, really. His grandpa had a weird shape head too, from what I remember. It's been a long time since I've seen Hey Arnold, they were but I just strange. remember resenting him for his cool room because he. I feel like he didn't earn it. Um, Scream Five director <laughs> says movie is entirely finished. Well, that's what I'd do before I'd release it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I'm no, I'm not a movie director, but I think that you usually need to finish filming it before you get ready to put it out. When's it coming out? I wonder next year, next Halloween. Mm, Who knows? Who really cares? Is anybody really going to go see that movie? I don't know. I'm excited for it. You, you are lying through your teeth. I don't really care. (laughs) All right, Jake, we watched a film. We did indeed. So this is the second in our three-part Fear Street trilogy, our deep dive into the Fear Street franchise. Have we done any more research 
on Fear Street as a concept around R.L. Stein's creative vision? Is this close to his original creative vision? The answer to all of these questions are no. We just watched it. If we don't know. Listen to the previous 126 episodes of this podcast. You know what you're about to get. Oh, we're at 127. We, yeah, we faked you out earlier with that being serious Psych. crap. You knew we weren't. You knew we weren't going to commit to that. Why would we change now? Who do you think we are? No yeah. one changes like that. If you've got this far, you know that you, you what you see. And what you see is what, what you, you listen get. to, because this is a podcast after all. And uh, and that's it. But yeah, Ryan, what did you think of Fear Street Part 2, colon, 1978 um, as a whole? As a whole? Did you think you could beat up any of the main characters? Um, I <laughs> might be able to take on that chick who broke her ankle, but only after she broke her ankle <laughs> and the bone was protruding through uh, her. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. I think that this one's, uh, it built up that intensity and stuff like that. You knew how it was going to be because they talked about it in the, in the first movie, but it's trying to figure out what's going on. You get pulled in the world. It's kind of like the intrigue with Loki that I have. It's like you're flipped upside down. You're trying to figure out what's going on. So this town is cursed by the switch and you're trying to figure out how they break the curse and why the curse happened. And basically you're digging and you get bits and pieces of that. So you're just kind of disoriented trying to figure out what's going on. Um, we did figure out why that nosebleed happened. Remember last yeah. week I asked about the nosebleed. So what's that nosebleed up with? What's up with that nosebleed? Mm-hmm. What's, what's up with them not killing that thing? That's like pumping. Yeah. I don't know. I would have done that. And it like, like produced a, a person. There's like a heart in the cave and we didn't see who the person was. It was just like, a. they're just like, meh. Well, it was one of it was Ruby or oh, whoever. Yeah, yeah, all them came right. out of the thing. Yeah, it was gross. What did you think about the movie? I liked this better than the first one. What? And I think that the first one was actually pretty good. But I think that the cast of uh, the cast of characters were, I think, as a whole, I think I liked this setting just a little bit better. I I liked how the other one opened in the mall. I liked the art direction, and I kind of wish they carried more of that through the the rest of it because it was just. It looked cool. It was really highly stylized, but then they kind of got away from that. And then it was more of like a kind of just teenagers like running around in the woods. And I felt like the 90s reference was references were a bit more. I don't know. They were a bit, a bit annoying, but it had a, it did have a really good soundtrack. And I think that this again, they're really leaning into the music to tie you into oh, we're in the 70s now. So we're always listening to Kansas we're always <laughs> every Bowie. We listen to "Carry On My Wayward Son." I think that plays like three different times in this movie. I think um, so. Just like fascinating stuff, but like the cast of characters, like Sadie Sink is our main character playing uh, Ziggy Vermin, and her uh, older sister. Let me see. Is uh, what is her name? Emily Emily Rudd, I believe was cindy cindy berman was their older sister mm-hmm. and so this, she was the goody two shoes yeah and she's yeah she's very like again straight lace she's like i saved up all summer to buy this polo and i'm cleaning the outhouses in this polo and now there's now we got some moss on it and it's ruined but there's gonna be much worse on it but later <laughs> yeah there like, really was literal was like, literal shit and blood will be all over that dying um, in doo-doo yeah <laughs> basically um but yeah so the setup of this is basically we it starts right where 1994 uh ended uh we have our care our cast of characters they've 
thrown homegirl in the trunk after tying her up with a telephone cable. And they go across the street to Cynthia's house because they remember. Why wouldn't you go to Cynthia's house? Why wouldn't you? Cynthia, she's got some. She's got some issues going on, man. She likes clocks. She likes clocks. She has a touch of the OCD, it looks like. She likes clocks and locks. And major And maybe some Glocks. Um, She does have a shotgun. Uh, And uh, she likes drinking whiskey and eating microwave dinners. Uh, And she's clearly scarred from something, but I wonder what that is. And I wonder if she's... (laughs) C-section. She's... (laughs) She's done some cool sculpting (laughs) to graft off some of those stubborn fat cells from the commercials that I've seen. I guess that's how that works. Um, She's an impeccable shape for someone that looks like they probably just stay in the house all day. Yeah, exactly. She's clearly she's got some she's got some issues going on. Anyways, uh, but the characters bust in. They're like, hey, we know your we know your name. Uh, What's what's up with the stuff that happened? Wasn't there some murders at Camp Nightwing? Well, how do we stop the witch? And she's like, you can't. And they're like, well, that's vastly unhelpful. Like, or- I thought she was going to be the witch, actually. <laughs> For a short amount of time, I was like, oh, maybe this is going to go the wrong way. In the first movie, we see that the sheriff, Sheriff Nick Good, good. Very he, was, good. He, he writes on a piece of paper, it's happening again. And just slides it through, just slyly slides it under her door. And she's just like, well, fuck off. <laughs> I don't care. This is me now. That was me then. Yep. Judy Bloom Book Club. Uh, and so she's like, well, okay, so let me tell you about what happened 16 years ago when I was 12 to 14 years old. Mm-hmm. And I was the main character for about half of uh, the movie you're about to see. Hooray. How do I, how do I know what were the other characters were thinking and saying and doing? Don't worry about it. <laughs> But anyways, I read kids, minds. sit around, sit around the fire I, in my 432 exact clocks that all say 7 p.m. at all times. Mm-hmm. And I'll let me regale you with the story of Cam Nightwing. So what had happened was what had happened was uh, I was about to be hung by some really mean campers and then burn. <laughs> no, they were going to burn her, right? Yeah. <laughs> yep. They were going to hang her from the witch's tree and burn her to death. And I was like, well, this is pretty full on to start this. I was like, it's like seeing a dick in the first two minutes of a movie. Damn. You're like, what? It's like seeing a dick. Yeah. No at, bush at or all. maybe a lot of bush. Yeah. I don't know. How big is the dick in which question? Is, which is more surprising. Bush or Dick? Yeah. Oh, I think Bush would be more ex- crazy because nobody rocks the Bush no mo. I guess you're in right. those pornos. I guess you're right, dude. Wise, dude. <laughs> Some chicks do. Man, unless you got a gherkin, like a pickle. I think that's the the name of the like fake Bush they put on. Uh, they put on actors. fake bushes. Yeah. So they, no, they don't. Frontals. Look it up. Re- uh, no. Look it up. We've gotten wildly off track already. <laughs> but, and so, yeah, she's getting bullied. Uh, her sister, who's, uh, again, at, she's buying polo. She's trying to save up and get a scholarship. She's dating uh, a guy who seems like pretty nice. And she's also got a roommate who uh, they have sex. You see this guy, this stoner guy's butt cheeks. They're 
they're just they're just fucking away in this cab and listening to some loud 70s music and then immediately after getting walked in on they very casually spark a blunt and they're like time to smoke some weed because that's what cool stoners do in the 70s jake i looked up fake bushes for a porno and Pornhub in says movies. fake plant porn videos. So I wonder if somebody's going to take two ficus trees and rub them together. Let me know how it ends. Mm. They get came on. That's usually how it ends. <laughs> Allergies will be made. No, these are definitely not plants. I'm not really sure what I'm looking at right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, continue. Maybe, maybe continue. they'll make some red moss. Oof. That's that's something that we'll need to, to to talk about later. Um. So yeah. Um. So that's that's the basic setup. It's it's your typical. It's uh. It's, it's your typical summer camp movie where kids are in the past and they're real, they're all real mean to each other and there's some there's some older slightly older teens that are like in charge of this camp. There's no adults around except for the nurse who goes and tries to kill Cindy's boyfriend. <laughs> like, yo, bitch. She's like, oh, okay. She's got uh, the she's got a devil book that she's looking into and studying in the back. Who hasn't bought a devil book in their life? You know, you said that you bought this satanic Bible and tried Twice. to prank your parents with it. Yeah, my mom was not very happy about that. <laughs> and uh, which was kind of funny. Now that I look back on it. Yeah, I'm sure it was pretty hilarious at the time, too. Mm, yeah, no, she was like coming up to my work and give me a whole bunch of shit about it. Like, Not right now, mom. I work. <laughs> She's like, I don't care. You ain't going to bring the devil into this house, Mo. Okay, mom. Well, you know who brought the devil into uh... Charlie Daniels? No, I was going to say. He brought him into Georgia. Sarah Fear. But because uh, she's she's brought she's doing she's done some devil shit like shady sides cursed. But that's really only because they uh, lynched her. And uh, but for reasons off, we don't know, cut off her hand and buried her. That's weird that they would just cut one hand off. I'm not really sure what the deal with her. Maybe she cut her hand off and then they hung her and then they buried them separately or something. Oh. I don't know. I can't run. I can't remember the exact <laughs> the exact reason there's a curse, but it's got to do with a hand and a hanging and a. You know, that kind of stuff. Your classic witch's tale. <laughs> exactly. Hands, hands hanging curses. It's got it all. There's a big heart in a in a cave that generates past killers to go terrorize other people. Um, uh, this is all in a um, outhouse. Yeah, it's all underneath. They built an outhouse on top of this. That has a huge opening in a toilet because some man got decapitated who was the size of, eh, I would say maybe... A tight end, and he fell straight through. So Cindy's boyfriend, Tommy Slater, who turns out to be the axe murderer, uh, doesn't he look a little bit like Robert Pattinson, especially in this photo? His name is McCabe. Yeah, McCabe. I can see it. McCabe Sly. What a name. Yeah. McCabe. Could be Macabe, but it's probably not. McCabe Sly. Maybe he goes by Mac, Mac. for short. Mac's a cool name. I, Mac, you're either a computer or a truck driver. Yeah, I was thinking <laughs> truck driver. <laughs> hey, Mac, how you doing? Hey, Mac. Hey, doing? man, doing good, man. This is my son. Going to stop by that porno shop and got me something to take the load off. This is my dog, Windows 7. Yeah, yeah. You like that? I like this fella here, too. <laughs> 
Uh, so yeah, he's he's got the devil in him, uh, and I don't rem- exactly remember why because he got cursed. He got cursed. With, I don't know if they explained why, but you can assume he was, that he he was just hearing voices, and then flies are all over him. Yeah, and then and he was like cold or something, and he's so it's like the middle of fucking summer. And he's got like this big, heavy, like flannel jacket on, which I thought was kind of weird. He was, he's acting a little sketchy. Anyways, Alice, who's and her stoner boyfriend, they for some reason, they convince Cindy and Tommy to go look for the witch's house. I don't think they convince they, them. They run off with um, Tylenol. Oh, yeah. Because they think it was the because they think that they <laughs> Cindy thinks that. The nurse took some drugs and then went psycho and then tried to stab Tommy. And then they were like, oh, well, we want some of these fucking pills and get fucked up. And they take it and it's just Tylenol. And it's it's kind of lame. But they wander out and they take the witch's book, too, I think. And then they it's mm-hmm. got a map where the witch's house is and they just find it immediately. They walk through the woods uh, and clearly someone's been down there. Uh, but just really convenient that this like house from 300 but years who ago. who was it? The nurse. I assume the nurse was the one who'd been down there. Well, if she had been down there, how'd she not see all that other shit? She found it was behind a bookcase. She'd go behind the bookcase. (laughs) And that stopped her? (laughs) Yeah. It was a pretty convincing bookcase. You never look, you never think of moving the books and looking on the other side of it. Yeah, that's why a teenage kid found it immediately. Uh, Well, maybe she didn't go in the other room. Maybe she didn't. She found the witch's mark and was like, oh, well, I got to take this book. Uh, there appears to be more room here, but I'm going to go study this book somewhere and all those outside books of this room. We're in really good shape considering it's been how many years? Okay. 300. So this movie does make some uh, allowances for believability. I think both of them do. Uh, just the fact that this witch's basement is still there and is so well maintained. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Literally looks like someone has been there. And there's also like... Um, well, at the end of the first movie, she said some names and they popped up on those rocks. So okay, somebody so, is going in there. So maybe it's the witch. I think it's the redheaded chick still, though. I think oh. she's going to double cross them. Maybe. She's like, you can't uh, you can't stop her because uh, I'm the witch and I'm bad. Bitch. But why is she so sketchy with all those clocks? I don't know. And the microwave dinners didn't look good. She it was just mac and, and mac and cheese. Well, I think it was Jim Bean. Yeah. Could be Jim Beam. Uh, Fear Street 1978 brought to you by Jim, Jim Beam, Beam and Hunger Man microwave oh, mac and cheese. <laughs> if you feel like shit, this is probably this why. Is probably <laughs> why. <laughs> if you've ever hit rock bottom, it looks a lot like this. Mm. Hunger Man. <laughs> Hunger Man. Now for ladies. Too. Every man for himself. Every man for himself. <laughs> this is the this is the 90s, so there's no talking about mental health. Yeah. You just eat your mac and cheese and drink your Jim Beam. And there's no wind hardcore all of education. <laughs> be like, yeah, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> You'll never be fixed. Clocks, glocks, and Jim Beam on the rocks. That's that's our mental that's our mental health plan in 1994. Clocks and cocks. <laughs> um, and so Tommy just loses his shit. He grabs this really uh, pristine axe off the wall and just it fully was a really nice axe hacks what's this dude's name <laughs> i don't know uh some dude who was, took was, it like three times was like alvin or something they showed it too yeah. i was like damn my man full-on gets his face chopped in half and yeah. they the sound effects and not cutting away i was like it was 
right on par with the putting the head through the bread slicer from the last movie. Like it's pretty full on and it's very, it's very fascinating how these very much kind of at times feel like they're kind of geared towards maybe people that are like in their later teenage years at sometimes, but also has these really fucking brutal murders that Mm -hmm. I don't know if you'd, you know, they're on par with like some of the stuff you'd see in like Saw. <laughs> well, they dismembered kids in this movie, so it was like no hold spar. Yeah, it's really like they're not pulling their punches when it comes to the horror elements and the violence. And the gore. And the gore as well. And it kind of hits you out of nowhere sometimes. Like you see the like, bread slicer, that was a yeah, surprise. You see a dude get full on gatapitated, decapitated. <laughs> mm-hmm. And his head, head goes one direction and his uh, body falls down the outhouse. Which I don't know how because <laughs> his shoulders were far longer than anybody's butt should be. So anybody who sits on this toilet's going straight in. Maybe that's how the <laughs> all the red mosses decomposing bodies. Yeah. People <laughs> just shitting on them. It's gross. It was gross. gross. So, it, yeah, it does make... I hadn't thought about that. And there were also... They were going to get that girl up with the, the shit bucket puller or whatever that was. It was she was just riding it up. Where they uh, uh, they poured um, bugs on that one girl. Right, but that's not the purpose of that in the outhouse. This isn't your cockroach holder that you... Oh, I just you, thought she found one. Oh. Because she was cleaning. Because I all the kids it had were some mean functional to her. purpose for the outhouse. No, all the kids were mean to her. They called her witch and bitch and tried to burn they her did. and They did. They called her a, a whore, too, which I thought a was whore. weird. They were like... you fucking witch slut or whatever and she's just like it's gonna come back and she's gonna be like they were right they were i am right. a witch and i'm kind of horny too and i controlled tommy that night i hated my sister maybe but probably not i feel like it's somebody else no nah, i feel like it's gonna be her maybe be- it's somebody we haven't missed yet what the end of the movie the that, first one maybe it's a nurse that she got has stabbed. young hand she has a young hand and she's wearing a black cloak right Classic witch's attire. Mm-hmm. Right. I think it's going to be her. Mm. I think there's going to be some turnaround here. Because um, she's there and I think she has some control over all of them. Possibly. She could be possessed. Mm. But I think you're wrong. Uh, <laughs> maybe nope. maybe she's just... I don't know. Um, and so I've, from that point on, this movie is a slasher. Uh, you got kids running around. Getting murked. Getting murked. You got kids... You got kids having sex. They're just, there's that one guy who's that real douchey guy that was banging the hippie chick. Yep. And then he was like, you can't fucking tell anybody about this. And then she walks outside and gets killed. And then he was running around in his underwear. And I think then he, he was running around killed. in a towel. Yeah. He, he survived. He went too. and started, he rang the bell. Son of a bitch. <laughs> and he took the uh, bus out of town. I was kind of hoping he'd get it, get it just for that reason. Uh, it's, it's not over yet. <laughs> it's not over yet just the opening scene of 1666 is just him getting killed in a bus in a towel in a towel um so yeah they got to sound the alarm they got to call it off and they're doing like some kind of capture the flag shit where they're all running around and they're like oh sunnyvale's better than shady side we got red t-shirts y'all got blue and y'all but they were once all the same and they were know. called the union yeah and turns out the union is where camp nightwing is uh, built upon what you mean that mall what? and that mall <laughs> what shady side 
Shady Side Union Mall is built on top. It wasn't. It's not called that. But Shady Side. Shady Side. We built this mall around a big tree. What we didn't thinking? dig up, what and we didn't that? do anything to the tree. We didn't just bother left it, it there. at all. Makes no sense. We're very to me. superstitious. We're not superstitious enough to not build on Curse Crown, not but we are not going to touch this stitious. tree. Yeah. Well, and that tree will be. Will the entire architecture of this mall is centered around this tree? Yeah, they God. didn't really do a lot of due diligence <laughs> back dumb. in the day. Oh, show would have a filled day with this. <laughs> that bar was dumb. I didn't. Uh, didn't. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, oh no! At the very end, they're like, oh, we found the witch's hand. It's just in the middle of the mall. <sighs> what if it was at the bottom of like one of those like penny fountains or whatever? But like, oh, I thought this was just. Um- for There's looks just like a bunch of change in there and then like the witch's hand floating at the bottom of that <laughs> they go to spencer's and like yes can i get that um is that a bong <laughs> no that's a hand <laughs> uh incredible stuff uh so alice uh alice and cindy they used to be friends and then Something happened. <laughs> they get chased by the axe murdering boyfriend friend, and, and then, then there's, there's a cave like, in, and then he's like, "Well, time to go kill some more kids on the other side, on the top side." Mm-hmm. So he goes up and starts murking kids. Um, young sheriff and Ziggy are hanging out. They're making out by some snakes or whatever, and then she's like, "Hey, I think witches curses are real," and he's like, "I don't know about that," but also there is an axe murderer running around here. But mm-hmm. I'm going to be the sheriff in a couple of years because my dad said so. And that's how it works in this town, I guess. Yep. You have no choice. Yep. You don't have a choice. you born here. You I die here. But I actually want to start a Stephen King book club because Stephen King is cool. What about <laughs> Judy Bloom? Because she's a little easier to read. Yeah. <laughs> what about the Hardy Boys? Yeah. What right. about the Crane Boy Mysteries? <laughs> I have some. Frasier Funko Pops coming in, and that's one of the things that they did in the show. The Crane Boy Mysteries. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, but from here on out, I mean, it's basically just people running from people running from an axe murderer and some really, really brutal killings. Alice gets her moment of redemption where she's like, she she breaks her leg and then she's like, uh, I'm going with you. I'm going to go dig up. I can hobble. Uh, yeah, I can hobble. I can dig up the body. I've been cut myself since I was 12 years old and I'm going to fucking what? glue it. I'm going to take that hand and glue it to a witch and we're going to save the town from the curse and the axe murderers and all the other crazy people that or just showed up at, the, at this fucking camp. And then she turns around and literally gets killed about three seconds after that. Yep. God. I, YOLO. Really echoes of the first Say movie. Where every time somebody makes, every time a character makes like a big, bold statement or proclamation of, mm-hmm. we've got to do, we've got to fight for our. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was the way the girl with the bread slicer was. I thought she was going to work out because yeah. her and that younger dude, the brother. Yeah some brutal killings in this mm-hmm. like, they, and like you said no kid was left unturned nah the kid with the glasses he really took it quick there was somebody the hippie chick I remember he swung that axe pretty quick at her too yeah. I mean he's so <laughs> Tom he's so fast <laughs> oh my god the last two killings like by the tree Oh, yeah. Those were pretty gnarly, too. Oh, because he kept swinging at her. Yeah. Now, she definitely took, like, 
a million hits and stayed alive. Ten whacks to the chest, unlike everybody else in this movie. And they were talking the whole time. (laughs) You wouldn't have lungs to push air. You keep carry on a conversation. I'd be like, after like the fourth time I got whacked in the chest with a like, am I gonna die yet? What's happening here? God, (laughs) is it over? I've lost my train of thought at this point. Like, this is pretty fucked. This is rude. If you ask me, (laughs) yeah, I can't feel anything, and I'm pretty sure I shouldn't piss myself at the same time. I can't feel it, so it's okay. Um, but some people are into that. Officer Good comes and revives one of the sisters whenever they're being murdered at the end. Oh, and now he's yeah, he does. He saves Ziggy, gives her like CPR, even though she was dead. And we still don't know what Ziggy's short for, right? Cynthia. Cynthia with a Cynthia. Cynthia. Yes, the sizer. Why would someone do this? I don't know. Ziggy's a cool name. Yeah, but. Mm, Zynthia is not a cool name. Exactly. Well, that's why I would change my name. Yeah, but won't you just call her Ziggy? Cool you come out of the womb and be like Ziggy. Yeah. What's your name? Well, we call you Zig. I don't know. Man. Or Zigzag. Her parents. Or hot, are, hot pants. Her dad abandoned them, and her mom's an alcoholic. So that's the way that they. That's the way things are. And they're never good at naming kids. This time the second one came out, they were like, oh, they just looked at like their VCR and named her after that. Yeah, kids are so cute. They, they have VCRs in 1978. I don't know. Doesn't matter. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, overall, I you know, it's it's a good movie. Uh, it does have you know some stuff you'll just have to kind of hand wave away and say, you know what, it's just a movie. <laughs> um, some definitely some big logical jumps, but kind of the same feelings I had as the first. Um, it's these are well made, well directed, well acted, just mm-hmm. fun horror movies with some pretty fucking full on murders and the <laughs> gnarly. <laughs> yeah. It really takes you, it, they they don't really prep you for it at all. Like they just kind of hit you out of nowhere and you're just like, Oh, okay. So they're just such, they're so tonally different from everything else in these movies. It mm-hmm. really does hit you the first time somebody gets their head literally just hacked to pieces repeatedly in full view of the in full view of you so and these um movies kind of touch on different um like horror films like i think the next one is going to be like that um more i don't know or like like uh what is that movie the witch like that movie and then this movie is more like the jason movies and stuff yeah and then the first one i would say that was like scream um yeah, I could see it was definitely pretty scream and inspired, even down to like the the mask of the the first killer. Mm-hmm. So, so it definitely touches on multiple um, types of horror movies that are all in the same vein, but have a different location. But yeah, they're they're fun movies, and you know, all three of them are coming out back to know, back to back to back to back, so which was great. Not? Yeah, it's great when you have a uh, a month where there's not that much new content going out. <laughs> You're yeah. starting to see more movies coming back to theaters. So Black Widow. Looking, looking forward to that. So, uh, but yeah, anything else you need to add, need to add? Anything else you really need to get off your chest about Fear Street 1978? <laughs> no. Okay. None whatsoever. There we go. <laughs> I'm going home and I'm going to sleep. I am going to do the same thing. I'm You're already, already home. I am. You bastard. Yeah, I, I do like that. Guys, thanks for listening. Um, yeah, I would say hit us up on the socials. Uh, trick a friend into listening to this. 
trick a friend is subscribing to that we'll take that too hey trick a trick Hip- man hypnotize, make a ring trick hypnotize uh, multiple people into leaving us reviews uh, if you could you can leave one yourself too you don't have to hit it better be five anybody. stars it better be five stars if it's not five don't stars die. don't don't bother don't even leave it. don't drag we don't have many reviews Suck but we do have we do asshole. have a five star average so believe it or not yep for anything less than that drags that down so. yeah so don't drag me down motherfuckers so thanks for listening to a five star an official five star rated podcast we're like a fancy <laughs> restaurant we are we're a michelin star podcast oh so yeah i just want to give myself a big warm hug after that oh well we did it let's prove <laughs> even more how five star we are nighty night bitches until next time folks Taking a while to find the yeah I know it's like finding Washington D.C. Yeah, here we go. I'm just uh, just what what uh, you, you uh, almost got it. There yeah, you go. Uh, Nicholas yeah, Cage is yeah, watching. Yeah, here we go. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.